0: Welcome to PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report. I'm Mark Pfeffer. Today, I'm speaking with Mary Kaplan, Product Marketing Manager at employee experience platform BlueMaps. We're going to talk about what employee experience is made of, the importance of communications, and what employers think of it all, that and more on this edition of PeopleTech. Hey, Mary, thanks for joining me. So LumApps is about employee experience, basically, and a lot of platforms in in that space focus on communications. I'm I'm wondering why that is.
1: Yeah, you're exactly right. I think also it's kind of how the market has evolved. A lot of platforms who are calling themselves employee experience platforms were born in that intranet or corporate portal, corporate communication space. Not all of them, because you'll see some employee experience platforms that are born solely in the HR world. Um, but I think communications is absolutely key because we are seeing, you know, as the years go on, as we as we maybe are tenured at a company or even move a position or move to a new company, The number of applications that we use tends to increase. It doesn't tend to decrease, right? Like technology is beautiful and it's amazing, but it can be overwhelmingly complex. And I think communications and making sure everyone is aligned and on the playing for the same team knows where, you know, the company is heading and their team is heading have been, you would, you would think with all the. New communications and the the tools, it would be improved, but that's always not always the case, right? Sometimes things are just getting lost. There's almost too many applications, too many ways that we communicate with each other. Things get lost. Things are in silos. And so I think employee experience platforms recognize that communications need to be improved and can be improved in a variety of different ways, at LUMAPs particularly, We like to put the employee at the center. So this notion of hyper-personalization and really knowing who you're talking to and targeting your audience with the right communications, again, helps so that you're not kind of sifting through information to find what you need as an employee.
0: So why not just use a regular communication tool of some sort?
1: I don't, you you can and a lot of our customers do and and personally the favorite part of my job is to see our customers grow year over year right let's say they bought Loom four years ago they were using paper bulletins on the on the board then they transitioned to Loom and they were all about top down communication and now they've been able to use the tool to grow to leverage more bottom up communication or peer to peer communication so a lot of companies do start with you know, the main goal is communication and it's getting the message out and it's making sure it's heard. But as we think about the maturity model of just businesses in general, a lot of businesses who are more mature or maybe more apt to look at more additional functionality, they see that it's so beneficial for employee experience to offer more than just top-down communications, right? if your communications are asking employees to complete something, which it often is, well then make that experience easy. If I'm, if I need to communicate with you about our 2023 goals and I'm asking you to do something about that, I shouldn't give you four other applications to jump into with four different logins to get what I'm asking done. And likewise, you know, I shouldn't ask you to log on to a computer if I can deliver it via an app. So I think companies, again, are looking at employee experience and thinking communications can really play a central role in that, but it's that beautiful kind of convergence of IT, HR and comms. That's where we see the real beauty of employee experience and how many, um, I would say positive strides can be made to improve employee experience.
0: Now, do you have a definition of employee experience?
1: I tend to go back to Gartner's definition. I think it's really robust and it's the sum of all cumulative interactions that an employee has with their place of employment. So it's those connections with coworkers and managers, but it could be, of course, the digital touch points and tools. It could be milestones that they've reached and really everything in between. And so it is this notion of and I think that's why it's so complicated at times. It's so broad, right? It's all the touch points an employee has in their day-to-day work. Um, that's what makes up employee experience.
0: Okay. And do you do you think I've heard people say that the employee experience can involve things like the facility? You know, if it's a if it's, if it's a nice facility, that's good. If it's not, it's bad. Um, so. Do you believe that, that it goes beyond communication?
1: Definitely. Yeah, I think it really is everything. The facility, the physical location is super important. And then when that was kind of ripped away, as we know, for so many people, they transitioned to online remote work and it became such a more emphasis on those digital applications, right? If you are not in the office with your coworkers physically and that's all stripped away, then where does the water cooler chat happen, right? Where does the kind of like spontaneous collaboration or just getting to know people get in, furthering your connection and knowledge happen. And so, yes, I think it's more than just communication. Um, And I think we play in in the space of digital employee experience only because we're a software application. Um, But yeah, it's really those, it's everything, right? (laughs) You can only have a great employee experience if you can potentially find parking and find a desk and your office isn't flooded. That's number one, I would say, yeah.
0: Yeah, no floods is a good thing.
1: (laughs) Um.
0: Faith in the news media has been challenged, making it even harder to get stories told. The Friday Reporter podcast was created to help audiences better understand the media by hosting journalists who will answer the questions to which we need answers. Join me every Friday
1: to hear more.
0: So how do you think that employers today, um, when you come at them and you start to talk about experience, how do you think they view experience and how should they view experience?
1: I think it's a a really great question. I think it is becoming easier to see which employers are getting it right and which aren't. And for me, the first step in getting it right is just prioritizing it. And I think employee experience has always been a topic, but often it's been a topic left to HR, right? And left to that notion of culture and that notion of maybe well-being and but now that we're seeing HR, I would consider HR, IT, and communications sort of, they have to all hold hands. They have to all be working towards the same goal of employee experience because so much so much of it is online. So much of it is just cross-departmental. I should probably add in the operations team in there as well. And so... I think companies who, number one, make it a primary focus, like I'm always in the camp of try, right? If your employees know you're trying, they're going to give you grace, I think, for the most part. Um, But if they think it's not a priority for you, um, that's going to be less grace. And so I think, you know, if you have that tiger team of representatives, leadership across the business that have said, okay, we are gonna prioritize employee experience, we're not gonna boil the ocean, but we're going to look at our employees, define key personas to us, right? And kind of map their employee journey and say, here's how we can really improve that process. Here's a gap that we can try and fit, you know, whether it's a new technology or repurpose a technology or a new program or strategy. It's, you know, you don't have to say we're going to just totally optimize every employee's experience every single day all the time. You would just kind of fix whether it's what we you could be the low-hanging fruit or it could be the ones that make the biggest impact throughout an employee's uh, life cycle. I think that's the companies that are doing the best job.
0: How did um, the whole notion of hybrid work, um, how does that impact? I'm sorry, let me start again. Um, How was experience impacted by hybrid work? What kind of shifts did employers need to make to bring it there?
1: I think it was hugely impactful. I think employee experience at some companies, not all companies, went from, okay, once a month on Fridays, we have pizza and people can wear, you know, (laughs) t-shirts that was employee experience and to now it's like no employees are working from home they're working longer hours Um, they are getting burnt out we are not making it easier for them to do their job so almost the whole notion of employee experience with the influx of hybrid work I think was both turned on its head and under a microscope at the same time, and I think it has required a real shift in thinking, is I'm like binging Mad Men. I've never watched it, right? And I'm watching it today in 2022, and it's hilarious. But you see, I'm just thinking like, wow, your day consisted of lunches and breakfast and whiskey at 4 p.m. And it's like, I'm on the phone from 8 a.m. to, you know, 530 and I'm at home and it's like sitting, eating my lunch in front of my computer. And I understand that's me and that's boundaries and we're all working on it. But us often, I would argue a lot of people say working from home or working hybrid certainly means I'm, you know, I'm not working less, right? Like my hours in front of my computer are probably more. And I think all of that is just leading to your employees need their experience to be prioritized, right? You've asked for them to change the way they work, whether that was in office to at home or to mentor more employees because you've had major turnover and you've had major onboarding. You've asked your employees to change the way they work, but have you really changed what you are providing for them? And have you really thought about their experience in an impactful way?
0: Um, let's shift gears for a bit. I'd like to talk about the platform. Um, first question is, how important are integrations to you? I mean, how, how important are they in general, but but also specifically to Linux?
1: Um, I think they're very, very important because I do think You know, there is no longer one tool to rule all tools, right? Like all tools have to play nicely together or else you're just having a very siloed and distributed digital workplace. And so I think, again, thinking about employee experience, if you can have all your notifications feed to one platform, that helps your employees, you know, not have to jump into multiple platforms to get things done. Um, if you can have your search, search through multiple platforms instead of just one repository, again, it's helping your employees find what they need quicker. So I think integrations are super important. It's important to remember kind of what's, the, what's behind them, right? Like, it's not just an integration for integration's sake. It's really to improve a process or a workflow or to make someone's life work life easier. Um, so I, I do think they're a really important thing to keep in mind when looking for a new platform um,
0: how do you approach them in in-house I mean when you're doing development or doing product design how how important are the integrations and how directly are the the other providers getting involved with you?
1: They're, they're really important. We early on, I mean, from a, our very beginning, we were open API because we always recognized that there will be a company with their own development team who wants to create their own integration. Um, and then we transitioned early on to a more friendly SDK. So, again, putting the power of custom integrations in your hand, whether you're a partner building something on behalf of a customer or a customer building it themselves. Um, a good example could be like Dish Networks. They had this homegrown solution of a room finder and it was really important for them that Loom Apps integrates with this room finder. Well, it's a homegrown solution. So our development team did not develop that integration, but a partner with Dish Networks were able to develop that through our SDK and integrate it seamlessly um so i think we've always been kind of like open and very developer forward if if a customer is open, you know once an in integration they talk to us we you know we scope it we see if it's beneficial to all of our customers and then we if not they always have the sdk available to them
0: um how have you seen employers attitudes about experience and the platforms and all of this. How has it changed over say the last five years?
1: Um, I think it kind of goes back to what you said at the beginning, the last five years, we were very much in the space of communications, right? Almost all of our new business was around intranet. They had either outgrown a previous solution or never had a digital solution and were looking for one and We've grown as a company, as a product, and our customers have grown as well, kind of together, and of course in a partnership of, you know, that's kind of what does drive our roadmap with integrations or even with specific ways that we build out the product in terms of one-to-many communications or one-to-one communications is... It, Again, it kind of, we want to make sure the employees at the center stage, which I think is the crux of employee experience and what we've seen a lot of our customers move towards and what they really see as a benefit of our platform is, oh, you know, it's so great that our team that's based in Ireland feels like they have a very customized experience as does our team that's based in Mexico, right? It's not the same um, for those two teams because it's in their own language. Maybe it even has specific branding. Of course it'll have different content. And that's something that has always been at the heart of Blue Maps and the way that we design and build our product. I think it might have to do with the fact that we were born in France. And so like we've always had global and multilingual and personalization at our core of who we are as a company and a product. But we've leaned into that even more and, and this is how employee, employers are seeing employee experience change is being able to use those tools like AI and machine learning, right? I can now recommend to you what you might like based on who you are, your profile or what you've read in the past or what someone like you has read. And so I think just as the market continues to change, as what employees want and what employers want continues to change, we are just working in partnership to kind of bring that to the forefront as much as we can.
0: Mary, thanks very much. I appreciate your time today. Thank you. My guest today has been Mary Kaplan, product marketing manager at LUMAPS. And this has been PeopleTech, the podcast of the HCM Technology Report.